welcome to curious talk this is episode 2 and this one is with a crazy man you can call him that i am today with kanan gopinathan he's an ex bureaucrat i met him at an event in hyderabad he has resigned from the civil services he was an ias in dadra nagar haveli and he resigned two months back in protest for the lockdown in kashmir so just to put it out he's uh, not against the decision as such but he believes what happened post the decision is what's concerning so yeah hey kanan i failed to connect the dots man what's up what did you think about and what was your instinct uh, it was not a one day decision uh, it was sort of building up uh, and probably twitter line is the best thing to see that because the day after as i said my opinion you know i had written that uh, people decide you know judge a decision by its effects whereas history decide judges it by effect of its effects then immediately after that actually uh, i came through a you know, quote from confucius which said you don't do to others what you know you won't do to yourself so then i had posted that then after that uh, sometime i had Uh, seen i had written something another slight tweet saying that to protect what is in part 3 should have been the only article under part 4a what i wanted to say is to protect the fundamental rights of citizens you know part 3 the citizens uh, yourself and others should have been the only article under fundamental duties so it's a fundamental duty of each citizen to protect each fundamental rights of each other then uh, the hong kong thing i made a couple of tweet about uh, hong kong how hong kong had kept uh, their own democratic values above everything else and they fought for it and the st- people there and then uh, because that was something which is happening because on this period we were shutting down a population whereas in hong kong there was a s- serious decision which was taken and the people were protesting against it and the way the hong kong administration uh, it's not the chinese administration it's the hong kong administration which uh, dealt with it was by allowing that protest to happen while taking away the violent aspects so that is what democracy means that space is there government you know the take, government has taken a decision but the people are reacting to it that space is there whereas you are seeing here there is no space the media is not responding the institutions are not, and you are constantly uh, asking this why are they not doing this why are they not doing this like that and then i came to know about you know i read about this martin luther king's quote which said that uh, you know you the arc of the moral, morality yeah the the is is long but uh, <laughs> you know it bends towards justice and that says you know it's like a karma thing you know it will always come to the justice but then eric holder who was the first african american uh, attorney general he qualified that statement of martin luther king he said it will bend towards justice only if people pull it towards justice that means it's you the people who will have to ensure that it is pulled towards justice so that again put that question and then what is happening in that point of time you are constantly only thinking and the friends i was talking to the family i'm talking to i was talking to all of us were feeling that this is not right what we are doing there is not right and uh, this is this is too much this is not something you would like to be it's better to get out and then you know say things and express things and that is more important 
than uh, being in the government at that point of time you were just quoting from the movie chichore that there's an underlying inhibition which is stopping people from speaking truth to power it's as if we are waiting for the right time and place to voice our concern yes 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 i just now i was saying that bura lag raha hai par phat nahi raha hai kisi ki main hame lag raha hai ki sab you know it 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 all go just uh, something in you know, a bad thing okay it will pass but it will pass only if we make sure it passes otherwise it won't that is the that is uh, the key aspect and i don't i don't i don't uh, uh, i don't claim to have any solution all that i can say is that i want to do something i at least i felt i should be expressing my views in the open i should be coming out and you know and with the privilege of being an officer having been an officer whatever platform i get i should be able to utilize it i should be able to tell these things that this is not correct whatever is happening and that is the space that uh, you know that is what i want to do whether is that a solution i don't know see uh, individual uh, i don't know how much of an individual can make a difference and bring a solution like you, why do you think the country is not standing up right now so whenever you see right even when the issues of minorities or dalits it is them who are fighting for their rights and it's not a collective fight so when if you see like since you quoted martin luther king the fact he pointed out that for the civil rights movement it was not just the blacks fighting it was everybody who was fighting for the civil rights of the blacks so why do you think that is missing in india right now uh, because uh, the contradictions of this country is far more deep rooted the be it the caste be it the religious angle they are far more i think it's far more deep rooted uh, and hence it becomes even more difficult uh, for all of us to break those identities and come together and then stand for you know this is not correct and it is also not an explicit oppression it is sort of an implicit oppression and which is covered in so many ways so a dalit student is not explicitly not allowed to enter into a uh, school but the circumstances are made such that he cannot or she cannot enter whereas it is easier to fight when things are in the black and white you know you say that this is something wrong and it is easier to fight when you are in a completely mixed up situation you don't know what is correct what is wrong you know something wrong is happening but you don't know what exactly then it becomes confusing for all people to come to so that clarity of the issue is also become important so in this perspective exactly this is the reason why uh, civil servants like you who are actual representatives or the immediate contact people have in their vicinity when you are not allowed to raise the concerns when you are not allowed to criticize then how 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 are the people going to know because the media is biased the government itself will never talk against itself so who who is going to talk against it you see bureaucrat would be the last person to dissent because all other institutions are supposed to be independent institutions in the country whereas bureaucracy is an extension of the government it's it's actually a government it's not even extension it's it is the government so why should bureaucracy we are seeing bureaucracy as an different entity from the government that's not the case it's part of the government and the political executive and the permanent bureaucracy together forms the government so if we are accepting that independent institutions like civil society and media can be quiet i think it's highly unfair to question the bureaucracy so and the other point that you raised was like 
we are uh, the current government is trying to you know sow the seeds of polarization as such and the only way we can get out of that polarization is protest for our rights what is the right way to protest according to you and how is the platform for protest no, no. the right way i'm saying first thing is that it is not about polarization it's not about it's about a government's decision okay we don't need to even put it into a polarization or recommendation we don't put we need to put it into any of these brackets it's a very simple thing it is a government decision do you agree with it or not if you don't agree with it should you raise your voice or not if even after that you think it requires most of the decisions are not the case that by simply dissenting it is taken back at times people will have to that and you it is given in the constitutional it, you know the freedom to peacefully assemble and protest is a constitutional right that is how we fought freedom we got freedom in this country that is how we have maintained the democracy from then to now but suddenly we seem to feel that doing this is some sort of a crime against the country no it is a constitutional right it's a constitutional right given to uh, the citizens and that is a space that should not be foregone and if you think forget about polarization communalization or government is trying to do evil things uh, that is those are irrelevant questions it is whether you think the government decision is correct as per your opinion if it is not do you think it should be disagreed or expressed your disagreement should be expressed if after the expression or you know what are the ways of expressing next question is what are the ways of expressing those dissent or disagreement one is to write it on your facebook or twitter or whatsapp one is to talk among yourself one is to other is to go out and maybe you know can light a candle or hold a placard or go on a uh, you know fast it depends on how much you care for the issue how much of it that you are you know worried about the issue so the expression is ranging from a lot but it is important to express from one end of the spectrum to the other end in whichever way but it is important for you to express and one more point you raised was uh, that nation was separate from the concept of state so when right now the discourse is pointing to the direction that whenever you attack the state you are attacking the national nationalism i would right i would like to bring it down the state and nation concept is very difficult for people to normally understand it's easier to say nation and the government okay government is separate from the nation and that is clear to everybody because yesterday there was you know 5 years 6 years before there was a upa government before that there was a uh, nda government before that there was some other government so governments come and go the nation you know is there nation is much larger much more resilient much more powerful and bigger entity than the government we are as a nation we are a powerful strong resilient democratic nation and governments come for certain time and some other people will come for another thing for a trusteeship of the governance now if the government and the nation are two different things the next question comes can a citizen as a citizen disagree with the government on what is in nation's interest i think it's very natural if government and nation are two different entities it's very natural that if government could many a times you would disagree with the government on certain decisions and would say that that is not in the nation's interest now again the question comes how do you express it it is clear you have to express how do you express it that is up to you how much you care about that issue but to give a clarity government is different from nation 
government's decision can also because we ourselves are right now saying uh, the lot of decisions with the government took in the past are what is harming the nation now okay that simple statement let's say it's nehru did in kashmir that is also nehru's government which did in kashmir but now we are saying what nehru's government did in kashmir was not in nation's interest so that means we are very clear that government and nation are two different things right so if that can happen then it can happen now also that is why it becomes important to question now also that the government decision could actually harm the nation in the long run it might it might not but it is important to question and express your disagreement if you think it is not so that the decision becomes much more robust much more optimal that is as a duty as a duty we should be doing it yeah and like you pointed out uh, your i initially my knee jerk reaction was your individual uh, reaction to this might not matter that much in uh, broader discourse but when you pointed out that there are very limited number of voices who are even talking about this right now and how your voice was a source of empowerment for people in the valley i uh, no that was not the uh, it is not voice of empowerment for the people in the valley it is a very simple thing that uh, a uh, one person standing up as also sort of given some hope that the rest of the country is you know uh, you know are concerned about what is happening it's a very disheartening feeling to know that rest of the country is not caring you know the same country the same people who are claiming who are shouting from the top of their voice that kashmir is ours kashmiris are ours but when something you know the government is doing and if we are not standing up for them then it is you know it's not just kashmir it can happen anywhere i'll say you know but when we are not standing up for them it how disheartening it is how bad uh, so at that point of time during these times even one person uh, you know standing up has a value has a value because it's a zero in that zero that one has a value when you put it at 1 billion that one has no value but in a zero that one has a value so that is for the context on which the resignation should be seen and the decision to stand up and how it helps to you know have the communication at least open but now i see and i understand that you feel your freedom of speech was suppressed or it's suppressed by the virtue of your profession but should we allow this to be this way should we be losing expression and personal opinion and treat it like an occupational hazard see uh, the priorities in your life Uh, changes uh, and you know it's like this uh, when you are getting a job uh, uh, your salary could be 10000 rupees and you would be staying one hour you know away from the office in a one room and then you would be you would not mind traveling because it's a cheap apartment later when you are having a family uh, you would want to get a job which is nearer to your home so now you don't or you would want to change the house and go near to the office because you would like to spend more time with the family now at that point of time you don't say that but you already knew when you took up this job that your house is 2 hours away from the uh, this thing how come now you are saying uh, you uh, you know you would resign you know you knew it when you came now you can't resign are because at that point of time getting into the service and to doing the right things was important but right now speaking out as a citizen and dissenting is much more important 
then being continue as an IAS officer and doing the government's duty and or serving the public because the biggest service that I can do I think is by raising voice is by raising my voice against the government that is the biggest public service that I think I can do and that's my perception so for that you have to you have to become a citizen first and so to become a citizen you have to resign the service yeah that was my that was my question primarily so is, is that how it should be to raise your voice against something which is clearly and factually wrong should you lose your service why why can't you do it because wrongly or rightly there is a conduct rule and those conduct rules are not at challenged and which says you cannot criticize the government in public okay you can criticize criticize and then there would be some departmental actions and but the rationale behind that do you believe that because we are not mature enough as a society as a government as a democracy we are not mature enough to say that the person's personal opinion and the professional conduct are two different things forget about this our conduct rules even uh, some of the conduct rules with foreign service and all says how the spouse should behave for, for not even the person how the spouse of the officer should behave so that is the kind of uh, that we show so of course uh, it would be much more uh, you know it will be allowing a lot of breathing space a lot of people if it allows the bureaucrat to express but then there is also the issue of whether all of them start speaking against the government while being within the government how healthy it will be because there are already other institutions to do that bureaucracy in our constitutional democracy is not supposed to be a vocal check on the government it is supposed to be a silent check on the government so whereas the media judiciary civil society opposition parties they are supposed to be the vocal checks on the government so whether we want bureaucracy to be a silent check right now the issue is that we are not even becoming a silent check that would have been much better instead of even going to vocal uh, check to someone who is who is trying to uh, trying to make an impact or sort of say identifies problems and wants to tackle them hands on okay would you suggest them to enter bureaucracy or do you have do you think there are other options which are way better than that see i would suggest if you are having a platform on a public life then you can continue to be there but if you don't have a platform for a public life or to create that kind of changes then civil service is a great opportunity to do that it's an excellent opportunity to do that so it makes sense to enter if you are otherwise feeling very disempowered but if you are feeling as an empowered citizen and you have a platform where you can make your voice heard and people listen and get things done then you are already doing a service which is as good as getting into service because sitting into civil service is just one of the ways okay man thank you so much thank you. yeah I wanted to tell you guys something I was reading recently when Benjamin Franklin finished writing the first draft of the US Constitution a woman approached him and asked Mr Franklin what form of government did you decide on Franklin said a republic madam if you can keep it the responsibility of the country is and should not be in hands of the privileged few we are actually strong and free from tyranny as long as each one of us remembers the duties speak out ask those questions demand reasoning for actions democracy is not a free ride man i'm sorry